Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to the East Bank Sports Show with your host, Matt and Noah. Welcome back into the show, guys. We have a big announcement about the future of this podcast and our YouTube channel and all our other streaming means. Matt, say what's up to everybody before we get into it. How's everybody doing this week? Like Noah was just talking about, massive announcement coming up, so I won't delay anymore. Noah, what do we got? So, if you're watching on YouTube, it looks a little bit different. You can see me and Matt uh, talking with a lot of branding going on. Um, We have decided to join the Fanatical Elves Network, part of Fans First Sports. This network will help us to uh, continue to grow the show, honestly. So what that means for you guys that listen to us weekly with our episodes, um, we're going to be moving channels, basically. So we'll be a part of the Fanatical Elves YouTube channel, Spotify, um, Apple Podcast, anywhere you really watch podcasts at this point, we'll be there. We'll be under the umbrella of the Fanatical Elves Network doing content with them, doing content with the guys over there and some of the new guys. I was recently on the newest episode of the Fanatical Elves podcast, so make sure you go check that out as well. But this is our last full episode that will be going out on our means. So if you follow me and Matt on personal means and, you know, link over to watch our podcast or listen to our podcast, we normally send out that link tree you know, the day and the time it uploads. The link tree will get updated with all the proper links to link you to where the podcast will now be getting uploaded. 
But from here on out, you're going to hear some ads. I'm going to get into some sports writing. Um, I'm really excited about this. I'm really excited about this opportunity for us at the show. Um, it's a step in the direction of you know where you want to go when you start doing a podcast. Am I right, Matt? Yeah, I mean it's really cool that this is something we were to do, and then we found a group of people who think like us, and we're going to make a lot of friends doing this and open new avenues for you know the things we're able to do and the content we're able to create. I think it's all around a good thing. Yeah, I'm really excited moving forward. I'm excited to be a part of the Fanatical Elves. Uh, shout out to John and all the other guys involved for bringing us on. Um, I'm excited to create more Cleveland content, more Browns content, and continue to move forward doing the East Bank Sports Show as well. So with that being said, Matt, let's get into it. Our first topic, and honestly, my favorite topic to talk about for today, is the Browns moving towards a dome and the plot of land that they bought. Let's, uh, let's start talking about this. Matt, so it came out not too long ago that the Haslam's have nothing but confirmed that we are going to move forward and be in a dome. Um, let's talk about some of the funding opportunities and that kind of thing. Um, where do you see that this stadium might get funded and go from here? I think you saw a lot of talk about when Minnesota built their new stadium they had a lot of fundraisers go around to help build that. I think that's one thing you'd find a lot of success with in Cleveland. There's a lot of people that are diehard Browns fans that'd be like, yeah, keep the stadium downtown. I'll help a bit however I can. And then the other big thing I really think we could use is the legal sale of marijuana now. We can use taxes off of that to hopefully help build one. Yeah, I agree with you on all of that. And we were talking on the other episode of the Fanatical Elves to the Minnesota, how they funded building U.S. Bank Stadium, I believe that's the name of the stadium still, was those little casino gambling, you know, computer machines that they put in corners of like dive bars and stuff. And you pay a dollar and it's like a slot machine or you get to play blackjack. Those machines themselves getting put into the bars in the local area and in the, the county in which the Minnesota Stadium was in single-handedly paid off that stadium and they paid it off early shout out to lou for that uh bit of knowledge from the last episode but yeah there's a lot of ways they could go about this um and i believe we've touched on it already but the haslam's bought a plot of land in brook park ohio over by the airport and me and matt i feel like have talked about this the stadium needs to be downtown right matt Absolutely. You can't take it out of downtown. It, it means so much to the city itself and not even just for football aspect, but we have every other sport downtown. You can't have two downtown and then one way out of downtown. Yeah, I'm with you. And with that being said, there was this um, interesting kind of initiative of what could happen with this stadium, right? So... I forget what it's called right now. I think it's called Enzia NEO Transit Blog or something like that. They post about all the new things, all the new innovation, renovation going on in Northeast Ohio. But, you know, nine times out of 10, that's downtown Cleveland. So there is the idea 
to go where the post office is past progressive field right now. The post office, the USPS, the the postal service has been ready, willing, and able to move into a bigger facility. The thought process behind that is the Haslam's bought that plot of land to use as a bartering chip to put the USPS out there in Brook Park where there's a new Amazon facility and it's great for, you know, service industries like that to be located, tear all that down and put in the new Brown Stadium. Matt, I showed you a picture of what that would look like earlier. What are your thoughts on that? I wouldn't hate it. I mean, it's still downtown. It's not right on the lake, which I really love being, but going to a dome, that kind of removes part of why I love being on the lake. So I, you know, my opinion is it's got to stay downtown. So if that's what it takes, absolutely do it. It's not a bad spot to be or anything. It's still close to the other two stadiums. Yeah. And my thought is too, it extends downtown a little bit. You know what I mean? Once you get past, you know, that intersection where you get onto the freeway and where the bridges are over there, there's nothing that way. The U at, you know, the, the postal service buildings there, but how often are you going to the actual postal service building? Uh, in this scheme up that we're looking at right now, there's room for, you know, a stadium village, which is popular with a lot of places. Even in Canton, they have all the bars and restaurants right next to the actual stadium that gets used once, maybe twice a year. And there's room for the soccer stadium for the women's soccer team that we've been talking about as Clevelanders for a while, as well as the minor league soccer team being in that area. And all that innovation that's going to go in on the flats too, uh, where the Cavs practice facility is going to go. And they're trying to open up, you know, the flats to be more of like the entertainment entertainment district of Cleveland. I mean, I think at the end of the day, you know, like you said, it would extend the downtown area, give you more room to put up businesses in different things i don't like that hold on i mean you were right in saying like it'll extend downtown and give us more room to put up new businesses and i mean that all around would be a good thing for cleveland to keep the stadium downtown that's the important part here a hundred percent i'm with you completely Another thing I wanted to touch base on real quick as we're talking Browns, unless you had any other thoughts about the stadium, Matt. There's been some Deshaun Watson rumors going around that I am not a fan of because of what was already said to be the case with all of the cases going on with him. Matt, I know you feel strongly about the Deshaun Watson case, but, you know, it came out that people are thinking he might get more suspension time because he might have to testify in one of the two open cases that are still there. What are your thoughts on everything? Because my thoughts is it's BS because the NFL already said they aren't going to push anything else on him pertaining to the 24 cases that, you know, were already open. I would invite any of our listeners to go back to our first few episodes and pull clips of me hating on Deshaun because that's absolutely how I felt. I'm still not fully in on him. 
don't necessarily hate him as much anymore. I would think it's absolutely insane for the NFL to circle back to this. Like, there's no reason. It's not like it's a whole bunch of new cases popped up or anything. Like, they already ruled on this. There's no reason to circle back. If they do, it's just an idiotic move by the NFL. Yeah, to me, it's clickbait in the offseason from, you know, journalists that don't really have much to write about right now because, you know, there isn't a lot going on in the NFL right now. Everybody's enjoying their vacation and their, you know, 5 a.m. tea times and exotic locations. So there's nothing, you know, here right now to talk about. And that's where I think a lot of this is coming from. No, I mean, yeah, writers got to make their money, so they find something to write about. Matt, you want to cover those two official signings for the coaching staff of the Browns real quick. We had two official signings happen this past week as well. So we filled the offensive line hole with Andy Dickerson. He's from Uh, Seattle. I don't mind that signing at all. Seattle's had some very solid linemen come up through them. I I don't hate it at all. And then the second coach, and then coming in to be the assistant offensive line coach is Roy Estevan. Yeah, Roy Estevan came in just to help, you know, uh, help Andy Dickerson, you know, move forward with the offensive line. Just wanted to get those announcements out there. And, you know, it's great that we filled the O-line hole with Dorsey leaving as soon as we did. Another point surrounding the Browns just wanted to touch on, really looks like T. Higgins going to get the franchise tag in Cincinnati. He was one of my top picks to be a free agent signing for the Browns not looking too likely now yeah sucks to see it um because if he's getting franchise tag that probably means they're going to trade him if anything with you know not being able to cover his money and there's no way he gets traded in the division whatsoever so no shot yeah that sucks just wanted to bring that up though and Yeah, there's rumors, too, about a couple of the quarterbacks that could be going to Pittsburgh. Um, Justin Fields has been brought up. Russell Wilson's been brought up. I'm curious to see what they do with that quarterback situation this year because whatever they had going on last year was not it, regardless of Mason Rudolph having, you know, a couple decent games put together compared to the rest of that quarterback room. Um, You know, I hope whoever goes there has the worst NFL career of all time. That's just my two cents, though, so – Matt, let's switch topics. Let's get into what you are excited to talk about because it's about Guardians. We're getting a City Connect uniform. I'm so excited for that. I'm very excited about it. Um, I sent in when we were talking and planning this episode this week a version of like a major league mock-up of a City Connect. I think that would be really cool just because I love that movie. All I know is what I don't want to see. And if we do something with a damn guitar or something to do with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'm going to be annoyed because it's overdone. We've done enough of that in Cleveland. Let's let's move on. Like the Metro Parks uh, collection the Cavs did last year for their city edition or even the, the Playhouse Square City Connect 
it's not called the city connect in the NBA, but the playhouse square jerseys that they're wearing this year with the intro is, you know, original, something new, not slap a guitar on a white Jersey and call it a day. What do you want to see, Matt? I, I really think Cleveland has a lot to offer and there's so many like cool parts about Cleveland you can go pull from that would be more than enough to inspire a uniform that I really think they can't go wrong. And I mean, if you look across the other MLB connects, almost all of them have been really solid in my opinion. So I don't really think there's a way it goes wrong. I a hundred percent agree with you in if it's centered on the rock and roll hall of fame. I'll be mad because I plan on buying one, two, maybe three of these jerseys. If it's about the rock and roll hall, I might not even get one. You know, a nickname that Cleveland has that I don't think gets used that much. And I'm going to use it in the cover of this video and, you know, some of the promotional stuff that we do for this video, like the tweets and all that is the Forest City. I put in on our little form that we put together before the show a Forest City mock-up. So you may be able to see this. Um, It's got the skyline. It says Forest City. It has a little the land patch on the arm. I really like this mock-up. I don't think this is what it's going to look like at all. But I'm a fan of what I'm seeing. It's a mix between the blue and the red. I like the idea of maybe going the Forest City route just because it's something different. We don't use that branding a whole lot. I I wouldn't be against it at all. I I do think the ones that we're that we are looking at look really clean and nice. Mm-hmm. But like I said a second ago, it doesn't seem like the MLB's gone wrong yet. I, I think agree. They're look nice, but there I'm is just... something. That bothering me right now about the MLB and Nike and fanatics and jerseys. If you have been living under a rock and haven't heard this yet, the new jerseys, the new prints this year are being handled by fanatics and they look God awful. They look cheap. They look like a DH gate Jersey. I'm looking at a Verlander Jersey right now that he's actually wearing that does not look spaced out or placed on the back of the Jersey whatsoever. So I'm really nervous that because they're going a little bit lazy on the Nike jerseys because Fanatics is dealing with them, that Nike might be going a little bit lazy with the City Connects this year. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. 
Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That is one thing of interest I did see is with it being the first year Fanatics is handling printing. We don't really know if Fanatics is going to print the City Connects or if Nike's going to hold on to that in-house. Yeah. If they hold on to I, it, that'd be all right. Yeah, I hope so because the the Fanatics deal going on right now is not it. The end, uh, sorry, the MLB Players Association are already filing things about it because of how bad the quality is and how bad some of these are turning out. So hopefully we get, you know, a resolution where we get high quality jerseys for paying the money you do for baseball jerseys, because sometimes then things are like 150 bucks plus, depending on, you know, if it's pre-printed or if you have to go to the team shop and print, you know what I mean, Matt? Like, yeah, I, I think at the end of the day, by opening day of this MLB season, the MLB as a business isn't going to let this be a problem. The MLB doesn't want fans walking into team stores on opening day, the biggest one of the biggest days of the MLB season, and then having a horrible jersey quality go viral. It'd be horrible. They're not going to let it be a problem. And it's already a problem as it is, so I'm hoping this gets, you know, nipped in the bud or whatever saying you want to say before the start of, you know, opening day. Let's switch up. Let's talk a little bit of Cavs before we go into our debate of the week, which is going to be a fun one, I think. Cavs are on all-star break right now. We're recording this as the all-star game's going on. So we don't know 100% how Donovan's doing in the all-star game. He lost in the three-point competition last night. There was videos and he tweeted about being a failure. But he wore a Sam Merrill jersey and it was the old throwbacks with like the pattern on the eye. How do you not think he likes it here? I, I still don't get that thought process. I know he's a New York kid. But he's all about the culture and his teammates and everything going on here. The only thing that I think could be a hang-up for him to stay and re-sign with the Cavs is if we get bounced in the first round again. I mean, I, I think all the people saying he's unhappy in Cleveland just don't know sports. Like, yeah, if you, if you don't think he's happy in Cleveland, Cleveland, you're wrong. I mean, not only is he loved in Cleveland by the people and the fans, 
but it seems like every time you see a video of him just out enjoying life, repping Cleveland at the All Star, like he's just loving it. Yeah. And as for, yeah. you know, the potential hang up there, I could see it being a hang up, but say that does happen and he's in the off season saying, Hey, I'm upset that we got bounced in the first round and I don't know. We'll probably do a good amount to bring in star power to be able to be like, hey, it's not going to happen again. Look at the team we just brought you. I also just don't think we're a first round exit this year. You know, we lost that one game um, a couple games ago, and I'm forgetting who it was against now. Oh, it's going to bother me. Regardless, we lost one game. The streak got broken, came back one again in the last couple seconds on a comeback. This team's fine. This team is playing, you know, top five NBA team basketball. There's no way, in my opinion, that I think they're going to get bounced in the first round this year. If I could throw out a little superstitious, drawn-out sport fact for Cleveland fans, if you think back to a very notable streak of wins, at least in our Cleveland history, I think about the Guardians, formerly known as the Indians at the time going on quite a win streak a few years ago. I don't know if you recall this, Noah. It might be before you really followed baseball. That year, we go on to the World Series. No, I do remember that because I was all about the Cleveland sports because of, you know, both teams doing so good at that time. Not the Browns. We don't talk about the Browns during that time period, but both teams at that time were Did doing really good. we have really a football good. team then? <laughs> right. No. One last thing <laughs> I want to say, because I want to shoot my shot at New York because of the beef between us and the Knicks ever since, you know, any of this Donovan stuff really started. Um, the Knicks filed a protest to dispute their loss against the Rockets. I thought we were supposed to be the soft team. You lost. Move on. That's all I have to say. I'm deleting that off the screen now. Let's debate some basketball, Matt. <laughs> Let's talk Kyrie versus oh, Donovan. Who is the better Cavalier? Because in my very humble opinion, it is without a doubt Donovan Mitchell. And I would like you to explain that before I go. Well, if you look just paper-wise, you know, Donovan Mitchell, as a Cavalier, has averaged 28 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds, and 112 games. Kyrie Irving has averaged, you know, when he was here, obviously, 21 points, 5.5 assists, 3 rebounds, and 381 games as a career. Now, I understand that Kyrie was a part of the championship team, and I was a big Kyrie fan then. I still like Kyrie to this day. I love watching him play with Luka down in Dallas. But if you're talking about who the better player is and who brings more to this team, I think you look no further than the years that he was a rookie up until LeBron came back. You know, I know there's more star power on this roster right now compared to obviously the the stuff Kyrie had to deal with as his ro- a rookie, you know, moving forward. But if you are that elite of a talent, you should be winning more games. I mean, we had Evan Mobley and Darius Garland go down this year and Donovan Mitchell and Jared Allen and some of the G leaguers 
came together to go on win streaks and keep us more alive than we looked at the beginning of the season. I just think if you look at what impact both players have on a team, Donovan's the better calf. And I think what's going to confuse you is for 99% of the statement you just made, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Donovan brings more to this Cavs team than Kyrie did to the Cavs teams he was on. Absolutely. He's the clear-cut leader. Kyrie, not trying to knock him or anything, was the number two. He was the number two to LeBron James. However, he was the number two to LeBron James when Cleveland broke its championship drought. And that, like, in my mind, that just means so much to the city of Cleveland that you just, you can't place, it's very hard to place Donovan over Kyrie in my mind until he brings us a ring, which I, in all honesty, think he will do. And the day that happens, I probably will flip my mindset, but up until then, the ring is more important to me. This, to me, is an argument that's hard, right? Because Kyrie was on a championship roster. But when you look at individual players, players that uplift their teammates, players that, you know, didn't ask out of Cleveland because they weren't the number one guy, which was what happened with Kyrie Irving, um, Donovan does just a better job of lifting you know his teammates up he wore a sam merrill jersey a role player uh, a no-namer to a lot of the you know wider nba fan base during the three-point contest to me when you talk about who's the better cavalier rings are great just as you know who's the best player of all time rings are great but they're not everything it's a team sport and i appreciate and i think kyrie irving is a top five cavalier But I think Donovan Mitchell, you know, especially if he sticks around a couple more years and, you know, we go on some great runs and we enjoy some more fantastic basketball, I don't think there's much of any competition between the two. I I think I will 100% agree with you in a few years, like you just said. When he takes us on some great runs likely brings us a championship and then absolutely like Donovan Mitchell lifts this team up to a level that wouldn't be possible without him on the roster but I mean in my mind at the end of the day ending the championship drought that's going to be hard to take fair enough Let's move on to moving out. We had some big news in the sports video game world. Matt, let's talk about it for like 30 seconds. We're getting NCAA football. The video game again. I'm so excited. Chilled watching that commercial. You know, I watched it probably six times and then six more times when I came home from work and then six more times this weekend. I can't wait to play a college football video game again. I was not even driving a car the last time that game came out. Just want to remind you guys all, we will be moving from the East Bank Sports Show YouTube and Spotify and Apple Music, not Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Next week, we will be on the Fanatical Elves Network pages for everything, our episodes, you know, 
any type of promotion, we'll be moving towards that. So don't forget to go like, follow, subscribe, do all of that on those channels because we'll be there. And there's some great content over there too. I, you know, I've been kind of listening to these guys for a while. I've followed them on Twitter for years and to be a part of such a great group of, you know, diverse people, you know, from old to young, there's a 16 year old that shout out to Sam who does, um, Brown's breakdown all the time. You know, John, there's a bunch of guys out there. We have a pro wrestler on the network, Lou. He used to do pro wrestling in the nineties, the early two thousands. Um, now he does a daily show. So I'm really excited to get over there and start working with some of these guys and, you know, bringing them on to the East bank sports show as well. Uh, Matt, let's send this thing home. I hope everybody has a wonderful week. Get excited. Baseball season is coming, guys. They are down there practicing. Let's go, guards. Thank you guys for tuning in.